Hey guys, and welcome to the Coffee and Turner Syndrome podcast. My name is Brooke, and let's hop into today's episode. This story is from a few years back, about 2015, and I wanted to share it just to share my diagnosis with you and explain a little bit about our journey to where we're at right now, which we will get to. Before I say anything, I want to give two disclaimers. One, I'm not pregnant. Two, we are not actively trying and I do not know when we will be actively trying. And this does not actually mean we are going to at any specific time. Now on to what I wanna talk about. There's a lot going on. We're trying to move, we're trying to save money, kind of establish ourselves and work towards getting to a point where we can eventually start a family. I don't know when that point will be, but that is, the path we're on, getting financially to where we want to be, getting in a better place to have a baby. And there's things on my end of this that it takes even outside of those things to prepare. And I'm going to explain. If you've watched my testimony video, you know there was complications when my mom was pregnant with me. The fluid that should have been distributed was not and sat in my chest cavity and in the back of my neck for half the pregnancy before that fixed itself and all of that fluid was distributed. Up to that point, they were very surprised every time my mom came in that I was still alive. And even after that, they were telling her, we can't guarantee you're not gonna have a stillbirth if you continue with the pregnancy. They were very convinced I wouldn't survive and if I did, they were pretty convinced there would be no quality of life and I wouldn't be able to do anything. I would have horrible health issues, all of that type of thing. Halfway through, all of that reversed itself and I'm fine. There are many, many health complications that could have come out of that that kind of just simply didn't. I don't know why they didn't, but they didn't. I'm nervous just thinking about all of this. So, out of all of that came a diagnosis of Turner syndrome. It's why I'm short, although I've never gone out of the normal range, I am just on the very low end. But there are a lot of other health complications that can come out of it. I could have heart problems, kidney problems, liver problems, thyroid problems, diabetes, arthritis, osteoporosis, the list goes on. But the biggest thing for me is it also brings infertility. It's essentially a hormone deficiency where my body on its own does not produce the right hormone levels to develop the proper way for all of the organs that need those hormone levels to function the right way and for my whole reproductive system to be healthy and functioning correctly. For that, I am on what's called HRT. It's hormone replacement therapy. I have been on that since I was 12. 12 or 13. I have had a ton of testing done to check for all of the health complications. Nothing has ever come back. I've had multiple EKGs on my heart, ultrasounds on my kidneys, ton of blood work, checking my thyroid levels, sugar levels, all of that. None of it's ever come back abnormal. I even had a three hour rather intense MRI on my heart to check for a specific heart problem that could be very dangerous if I had it. I had it when I was 21. It was the perfect age to see if that was going to happen and there was nothing. My heart's great. Everything has always been great. So what the HRT does is it brings those hormone levels up to where they need to be so that no matter what else is going on, 
I have a regular cycle and I have normal hormone levels. The thing I am starting on, the journey I am starting is on the infertility. I have always, always dreamed of being a mom since I can remember. I flock to babies. I love hearing birth stories. I love hearing pregnancy stories. I love seeing pregnancy announcements and I've always dreamed of when that time came being able to tell my husband I was pregnant and do it in a really fun, cute way. Finding out the gender and having a baby shower and going through labor and delivery. Just all of that has always been dreams of mine and I've never been scared of the pain that comes with that. The infertility has always loomed over my head. It's always been this big, huge question because I don't know my situation. And not only do I not know it, but I have no idea the extent to which my reproductive system is even affected. There is two variations of Turner syndrome. One's kind of half affected, the other is full on affected. And there's an even deeper aspect to it to where the degree to which you're affected depends on when in the conception process you started being affected. So pretty much during the conception process, at some point there's this little what I call a hiccup and every cell after that is affected in one of those two ways. When my mom was pregnant with me, she had an amniocentesis that led to the diagnosis when I was 12 ish was when I went to an endocrinologist for the first time and we did genetic testing on me actually instead of an amniocentesis is testing the fluid around the baby and it came back that it was full not partial. If I have as few symptoms as I do it must have started later in the process which means less could be affected. These are questions that I'm going to start answering. Not only will I find out what the state of my reproductive system is really checking for eggs the viability of those eggs, if there are any, ovarian function, the development of my ovaries, all of that kind of thing to see if there's anything to try with, to see if I'm okay to carry a baby to term. There's all of those questions and of course there's a lot to consider because there are health risks that are raised when I get pregnant. I will be at more health risk by getting pregnant. There's all of that to consider as well. So there's there's a lot and I have had this over my head for so long. I'm just really anxious and excited to finally be going to get those answers. I'm also really scared and nervous of what I might find. I've never shared all of this this publicly, but I really want to document it for a lot of reasons. I really want to document it. There are a lot of women that struggle with infertility that to me it usually ends up being the women that want it the most. I've always felt alone because I don't have a ton of people around me that I've experienced it. And I know for other girls with Turner syndrome, these are things that you think about. I know when I was a teenager, I would have loved to be able to watch somebody go through what I potentially could be going through just to hear stories of what's happened before. Every woman with this is different. There's varying degrees of every aspect to this. Everybody is different. I have so much information I'm gonna be getting making the first doctor's appointment where I'm going to go talk to my endocrinologist, get some info, get a referral to a reproductive endocrinologist, who then I'll talk to about even more detailed information and the testing and all of that kind of thing. 
and I'm gonna document all of it. So I'm putting all of it out there. This is real, it's starting and it's crazy to me. I can't say enough how nervous slash excited slash anxious. I feel like I'm gonna throw up, but I'm happy about it. We don't know when we're gonna try to have a baby, but I won't have these questions looming over my head anymore. I hope you come along. I hope you're as excited as I am and we'll see where this takes us. So I have gotten very lucky, but I encourage anybody that suspects that they might have this same symptoms to talk to a doctor or a specialist about it just so you know and I will link some information below. Here we go. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Coffee and Turner Syndrome. Make sure you're subscribed so you see when the next one comes out, and I will see you guys in the next episode.